0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Tea Time with Austin. This is a podcast where we will discuss things going on in the pop culture and entertainment world. We will divulge into some of the most juiciest gossip, and I will give you my take on everything in between. So grab your teacups and let's start sipping. Hey, everyone, welcome to Tea Time with Austin. I am your host with the most, and this is my very first podcast I want to thank you guys for listening and downloading, and please share this with your friends, your family, and everyone in between. This is a podcast where we're going to have fun talking about the pop culture stuff going on in the world, and I hope it will entertain you. So today, we're going to talk about Doja Cat and the Nicki Minaj collaboration for the Say So remix. It has made it to the number one on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. Now, in my opinion, this song is a great song. Like, I love the vibe, I love the feel, I love the just the beat and everything in the song. I love Nicki Minaj and Doja Cat's collaboration. It's good. Like, it's good. It's it's good. That's all I can say. It's good. I'm not really a Nicki Minaj fan like that, but I love when she gets with some girls and they just collab, like do the thing. but I do think that they robbed Meg in the Stalin and Beyonce who blessed us with the Savage Remix for the number one spot. That song Savage Remix was it just caught me off guard. Like I one day I was I was at home just scrolling through Facebook and then I'm in this Beyonce group and up pops a Savage Remix clip. And I'm like, is this real? Like is this Beyonce really doing a collaboration with megan the stallion i was excited so i clicked play and i loved every minute of the song beyonce the rap artist came out and snatched all of our wigs bald off our heads it's a great song beyonce done it megan the stallion you done your thing but beyonce just add that extra to it like especially when she said if you don't jump to put jeans on and you understand my pain listen Ladies and gentlemen, when she said jump to put jeans on and you don't understand my pain, that is when the world just stopped and then we carried on because no one would think think of that. People pulled their pants and then can't go past their thighs and stuff, but no one would ever thought of putting that in a song, like jumping up to put their jeans on. But then that goes to show you that everybody has a struggle, like, putting on a jeans. (laughs) But I love the song. The song was good for what it was. Now, all y'all out there doing TikTok dances and stuff to Beyonce's part of Savage. And y'all, I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Beyonce and Megan need to do a um, video for it, but I'm in love with the song. It was cute. It was cute. What did y'all think about it? Let me know what y'all thought about it. It was a good song. I loved it. Now, Saturday they had the versus battle with Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Now those of you who don't know what the Versus Battle is, it's when they go on Instagram live together, two artists go on Instagram live together and they talk up uh, talk about and play their songs one against each other. And it's just a good time. It's not no bad vibes, especially with Jill and Erica. I felt like I was just sitting back on the in the yard and just listening to music and just laid back in some lawn chairs across the yard and just just vibe and like it felt so good Jill Scott and Erica give me a good feeling but I do think Jill Scott won that because Jill Scott got some good hits that I like Erica Badu got some good hits but Jill Scott just it's just something about Jilly from Philly that I like I love me some Jill Scott Now, people on Instagram were talking about who they should get to battle next. And I heard I seen some people write John Legend and Alicia Keys. Now, listen, John Legend and Alicia Keys is not a fair battle because John Legend has that mellow, that mellow, make you feel good music. And Alicia Keys just screams New York, what concrete jungle, where dreams are made of. I don't like that song. I mean, I don't like Alicia Keys and John Legend paired up against each other. I just don't. Alicia Keys' music hasn't hasn't been up to par as we thought it would be. And I don't know, it's just not good. Maybe her music has would been better if she hadn't sold that man's husband, but that's not my business. <laughs> John Legend, on the other hand, he I think he should go, I don't know, against somebody that's not loud and boisterous with their music and trying to overdo in their music like Alicia Keys but anyway they think some people think that um Beyonce should battle somebody but I, Beyonce ain't going to battle nobody and i don't think she should battle nobody cuz she's just going to rip them ball. Beyonce has hits that would just just cut everybody at the knee at the knee at the like what song do you can you think of that could battle halo or that could battle girls we run this mother who run the world like who like who got a song that can battle, um, single ladies formation? Um, I don't even know all the song that that people think could be battled. Beyonce could just pull pull rabbits out her hat and just just mm, just throw that spade on the table and it's cut you. Like Beyonce, nobody can battle her. Nobody can battle her. But a battle that I do not absolutely do not see coming is kaya the rapper versus trina kaya has been having it out for trina since the since she was on that show the queen supreme court but i don't see kaya and trina on the same playing field trina has hits yes she has hits kaya has hit one my neck my back she has other people's hits a song that she's featured on but she doesn't have hits hits with an S. No. So I don't see Trina and Kaya doing a good just a good matchup. But Trina and Kaya was coming for each other. Trina was talking about Kaya on her radio station and Kaya was talking about Trina in the basement of her own home. About they need to battle and how she knows who she is and what she needs to and how she needs to battle and they need they need to battle. And people want to see the battle but Do y'all want to see the battle? I don't want to see or hear the battle. That's not going to be a good battle, Kaya and Trina. Who would have put that in the same sentence? Kaya and Trina battle. Kaya and Trina battle. No, that don't sound right to me. I don't like it. Anyway, Brandy has a new song out and a video out called Baby Mama featuring Chance the Rapper. Now listen, this is a song that I don't like. I don't really like Brandy's new type of music that she's going for. It's not Brandy. Like, I'm used to Brandy's Have You Ever Love Someone? Sitting up in my room, like, Brandy needs to go back to that that vibing days. Not that um, I'm trying to make a point that I'm a baby mama type of phase. I don't like, I mean, I like it's you trying to make it a known song like, oh, I'm a baby mama. Let me, let me talk about what I'm going through in life or whatever. But this is not a song that I would consider a hit. You add a chance to rapper, but it's not. It's st- it's still not something I would listen to or just have on my um, playlist on repeat. No, it's not. I don't like it. It's not cute. The only Baby Mama song I like is Fantasia's Baby Mama." That is a classic Baby Mama song. And Brandy, I don't like your Baby Mama song. That's just that. Speaking of music industry, we've lost some celebrities in the music world. We lost little Richard. Little Richard was the rock and roll legend and icon, in my opinion. But we didn't deserve him. The reason why we didn't deserve him is because it—he did all these things, and nobody gave him the credit that he was um, due. He was—he was iconic. He had fashion. He was a trailblazer. He done things people wouldn't even thought about doing. But. And people copy some of his stuff today without even crediting him or giving him his just due. And we haven't even gotten um, any tributes to him. But now that he's passed, we're going to be getting a bunch of tributes to him. And I don't think that's a great idea. Because where was y'all when he was going through the going through? But I could see it on like a BET award, like a Soul Train award that, that they'll honor with the... Give little Richard his tribute, but why y'all didn't give it to him when he was living? That's my point. Give people your flowers while they're living. That's what I say, because you don't never know the day or a time. But yeah, so little Richard passed away. Another another big name that has passed away is record producer Andre Harrell. A, he was one of Puffy's mentors, and he founded Uptown Records with artists such as I'll Be sure, Mary J. Blige, Jodeci, and Heavy D. Now, can we just send a little prayer and have a little stretch on hands and just touching the greed to pray with Diddy? Because Diddy has lost a bunch of people recently close to him, and I feel bad for him. Like, let's just all let's just, keep Diddy in our prayers. Andre Harrell passed away, everyone. Betty Wright, another legend who passed away that did not get her flowers that were due to her. A soul legend who wrote songs and sang songs that spoke to the everyday woman, like the cleanup woman. Like, who would have thought about making a song about a cleanup woman? Like, a woman that comes and takes your man that you leave behind. Like, and there are some cleanup women out here. Trust me, I know a few, but that's my business. And another song she wrote that my mom loves to death is Tonight Is The Night. And this song is about Betty Wright's first time having sex. This is my mama's favorite song. And the woman, Betty Wright is telling this to her mama and letting her hear the song. Her mom doesn't like the song. but And in my opinion... It's a good song, but whenever I hear my mama singing the song about a very first time, it just makes me want to cover my ears and cr- cover my ears and cringe because it is something I don't want to hear her talk about. But the song Tonight is a night by Betty Wright is a great song. So rest in peace to Betty Wright, Andre Harrell, and Little Richard. Another legend that has passed away is TV legend and icon, Jerry Stiller. Ben Still actor Ben Stiller's Dad, he was on Seinfeld, and one of my favorite shows, King of Queens, and one of those classic heavy heavyweight movies that was on Disney Channel called he- Heavyweights. So that's all for the music and music portion. So let's get into these housewives, ladies and gentlemen. Did you did y'all watch the Housewives reunion? Well, the real Housewives of Atlanta had their first ever virtual reunion on facetime ladies and gentlemen i didn't think it was gonna be good as we thought it was gonna be but it was pretty good like you got to see everybody's facial expressions like whenever they're talking not just one camera looking at someone else to get their reaction you got all their reactions because they were in like a little brady bunch squares and then when somebody was talking that square was just on them but it was good we had some good questions we had some good fashions. Everybody looked good. I think Portia looked the best. She had a crown like every every year, but I don't I don't like the crown, but I think she looked the best. Her and Candy looked the best. Candy Candy's my favorite housewife, for those of you who don't know. But Candy looked the best. She was she was pretty good. I liked it. Eva, I didn't like Eva's look. Eva is a model just like Cynthia, but I didn't like her look. Like it was just playing to me. And (laughs) when Portia said that her boobs were social distancing, look, I I fell out. Look, she said her boobs like they were social distancing. She's on this outfit and her boobs was going to the side and uh, it was not cute to me. Kenya was just pretty. It wasn't nothing fabulous about Kenya's look. It was just pretty, just pretty. And the most boring one of all was Nene's look. It was just just Nene and her boobs were sitting out. Cynthia, for her to be model and the pretty one on the show and the one that has the most style, it didn't look like she could have done better, I guess, because we didn't see the full outfit, but it was just not what I like. But during the show, Portia was reading the girls down. She was throwing shade and shots at Eva and because Eva talked about her baby. Eva, Eva has this thing of um not knowing what she, she said, but and but then forgetting when she says it and the cameras are rolling, like I call it amnesia, amnesia on camera, because you say, it, you say it, you say it, you say it, but then you don't remember saying it when they bring it up. But then when the cameras play you're like, oh, I did say that. You know what you said, Eva. Stop lying. You know what you said. I don't like Eva because she's lying. And Eva is bringing nothing to the show. We need to replace Eva, A-S-A-P. And the question I got for for the audience and for everyone who's listening is, are kids and finances off limits when you're shading somebody? Because these girls go in on their kids, but then they have this unspoken rule of, let's not shade the kids. Let's not shade our kids. But Kenya got Nene when she said, your kids look exactly like you. <laughs> what does that mean? Does that mean your kids are ugly? What? I don't understand. But it was Shane, nonetheless. Kenya said Nene also looked like a white woman. She didn't know she was watching the reunion or an episode of White Chicks. Kenyon was coming for blood, just like Portia was coming for bo- blood. So part one was basically about shading everybody in the room. They didn't really, they touched on stuff, but it was really more about shading. And one thing I noticed about the show that Nene hates to be accountable for everything that she's done in the past. She wants to she wants to throw the stone and hide her hand, and she wants to blame everybody else or say, but you did this, Kenya, you did this. But when somebody says, you did the same thing, Oh, but then it's not. Oh, but she don't remember or she doesn't think it's OK or or she thinks she doesn't she doesn't do any wrong or anything like that. And Kenya and Nene, I think their underlying issues is not the baby, not her saying she looking like she's having a moose or anything like that. If you remember in the show, I think Kenya's thing and Nene's thing is that they have to the, have the same personalities. They are both the same person trying to fight for the spot at the top, which is understandable, but still you still have these people, you still have one trying to be the top queen or the most shady or the and they don't like each other. Have you seen two people that's exactly alike that don't like each other? I have, I have friends like that. But anyway, Cynthia, she was mute the whole time during the show. She didn't talk about anything she just agreed with Portia or agreed with Kenya or just, just, she just agreed with everybody the whole time. Like I concur or I understand, or I agree with what she said. She didn't really bring nothing to this reunion, but Portia brought some receipts about Kenya talking mess about Cynthia and how she's going to bring her down on the show and stuff. And Cynthia didn't believe it. So I tweeted to everybody on um, Twitter and I asked, is Cynthia really that naive to believe Kenya is t- would be talking about her, or sh- would not be talking about her because they're friends. But yeah, remember Kenya would talk about anybody. Kenya has had problems with almost anybody on this show, including Cynthia going through the show. I love Candy, Candy's on the show, but I feel like she fights Kenya's battles now. They said something to Kenya about um about a ba- about the baby, about Mark or something, and their relationship, and they're Candy was taken up for her, so I don't, Candy didn't bring nothing but taking up for can, Kenya this season, this episode. Ken, Eva and Nene went back and forth, throwing shade the whole time. They was hollering, going back and forth. Nene said Eva's trying to turn a peach into a, a plum into a peach, meaning she's nothing, she's not important at, on this show, which, which is my, um opinion as well, Eva didn't bring nothing this year and every time she's on the show, she's pregnant and she don't get to go to with the girls anywhere and she does, She just throws shade and then that's it. But she doesn't bring nothing to the show. But they got the argument so bad that Andy <laughs> had to mute them and that was funny because they kept going and not knowing that was on mute. Nini said in her YouTube show that she felt ganged up on, on the show and I didn't see see it as ganged up. I just saw that them hand held holding her accountable for what she was doing, and then she got. She said on the show she felt so ga- ganged up on that she hung up her laptop. <laughs> Do y'all remember those? <laughs> Do y'all remember those flip phones we used to have? She closed it down and <laughs> her laptop, and she sounded like she was closing down a flip phone. <laughs> She came back to the show, came back to the reunion and said that she she just had to go pee and freshen up her makeup or something like that. But we all know she got mad and didn't couldn't stand the heat, so she stayed so she got out of the kitchen. The reunion was the reunion was what it was. It was cute. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every part of it for it being a social distancing reunion. And I hope part one, part two and three bring us more heat. Oh yeah. Um Marlo and Tanya was in um the reunion at the end of part one, but they weren't saying and they were just sitting there looking pretty as they do, but I don't think they need to be on to about part two or three, but they were they were on and they were just they were they they were just sitting there. I just I'm just ready for the part when candy pops off on Nene in the reunion. I love Candy, just a firecracker. She's quiet through the whole show and she's ready to pop at any time somebody says something about her. So I enjoyed that part of the ring. And I hope parts one and two have some good, some good juicy parts into it as well. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of my first podcast. I know it was short and sweet, but you guys. I just wanted to get a feel and let y'all get a feel of what we'll be talking about. I hope you enjoyed the podcast with the music and let me know what you think about Brandy's song and who y'all think should be in the next verses battle. Um, what y'all think about the reunion. I hope y'all watched parts two, because we'll be discussing that next time in parts three as well. I just want to thank you guys for taking your time out for to listening to my podcast and join me for my next podcast. But before I go, at the end of my podcast, I always like to I always wanted to leave you with something like this: a message or something that you can get through through the week or day or whatever. This is as simple as this. Live life to the fullest because it only happens once. That means do what you want in life because you don't get but one life. If you want to start a podcast like I did, do it. If you want to write a book, do it. If you want to hike a trail, do it. If you want to travel the world, do it because you only get this life once. And you might be nervous like I was in this podcast, or you might have reservations like I did about starting a podcast, but do it. Just do it, and you'll never know what will happen next. So I thank you guys for for tuning in and joining me on this road and look out for episode two of the podcast. Thanks. Bye. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Tea Time with Austin and I hope you enjoyed everything. Follow me on my Instagram at Tea Time with Austin, and I will see you next time for more juicy tea. Bye.